we are actual zombies that are looking for brains. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology. How we are sick. Urban legends. Lindsay was sick. Now I'm sick. True crime? I'm putting my hood up. Let me know if you can tell a difference. My hood is up now. Anything spooky related. Uh Uh-huh. I'm taking my hood off now, and it's off. And we are both very sick. Yep. Don't like it. Just when you thought my voice couldn't get any nasalier, it (laughs) did. (laughs) Well, each week since before we were sick this time... Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to the doctor, and I will go to the witch doctor. And then we... Witch doctor? Uh Uh. (laughs) Uh-huh. You know, Janine. Okay. And then we bring our medicines. Lindsay will have a prescription bottle, and I'll have a bundle of leaves. And we come into our house, and we discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to these gigantic wellness formula pills I've been taking that smell like the earth farted. I'm going to dedicate my part of the show to just like, can I not be sick? Yeah, you've been sick for longer than I have. And uh, I realize it's not, well, yeah, we never said we're funny. It's not funny to talk about when you're sick, but we're sick. And I hate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we did not have an episode last week because we were sick. Uh-huh. Um, well, and- that was when I was I was feeling invincible because I was not sick yet. And I said, ha-ha, I'll never get sick. And in then the, you got sick. In the mirror. I said it in the mirror. And as, as I said, aha, I'll never get sick. And as I pointed to the mirror, I pointed and I threw up all over the place. Mm. And then I went, oh, joke's on me. And as I said, me, I f- kept throwing up. Okay. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think what we discussed the week before. The week before, I'm pulling it up right now. You discussed Eugene the, the mummy. mummy. And then... Uh, we gave Katie Diddy a good idea to have a business at her business. Oh, the Diddy's Dead House. The Diddy's Dead House. Yeah, after hours. Make a little extra kiosh. <laughs> spell the word? Uh, kiosh. Yeah, spell it. Uh, <laughs> C-E-Y, <laughs> which is already K. <laughs> C-E-Y. <laughs> um, and Osh. O-S-H. S-H-E. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Kiosh with a C, not a K at the beginning. Yeah. That's well, two cool. C's. Oh. E-Y. Osh. Osh. C-C-E-Y Osh. Kiosh. Now, you just pronounce it differently than what you pronounced <laughs> it before. I have a feeling that this episode is going to be weird. It's going to be a little slappy. It's going to be a little slappy and silly and a little bit uh, groany and probably some coughs. I bet you there's going to be about 12 minutes of coughs edited Mm, out of the show. You're in for a treat. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to our show, go to the one right before this one. We weren't sick. And then maybe then you can decide, you know what? They are a little dumb and lovable. Or... 
you listen to this one and go, I wish they were sick all the time. Right, because they're like, I love sick people. Yeah. Because I'm a sick person. I'm a real sick freak. <laughs> well, I don't remember who was first. I can go first. Okay. I will I'm go ready. first. Because I asked you if you had a bigger topic and then you could go first because I was just feeling, you know, Lindsay, I was just feeling tired. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay, because I said before I got sick, I said to Lindsay out loud, I said, this time, I'm not going to be pathetic when I'm, when I'm <laughs> sick. And I think I did something yesterday, which I was like, oh, no, I get it. Whenever I'm sick, I act like my world is ending. Yeah, you cough and you say, ow. Yeah. That's okay, though. I, I'm excited about my topic this week. I'm excited about your topic, too. It's funny. Okay. Well, and scary. Okay. Because I mean, we have a scary podcast. Are you going first? Then you're going to go first or second? No, I'm going to go second, oh, okay. but I'm just letting you know. We're in for a real spooky treat. Well, good. I can't wait for your spooky treat, okay. Lindsay. Uh, but this week, I because I was like, what do I talk about? I had a lot of downtime because I missed work for, for two days. And then I was like, what do I talk about? So I had all this downtime. So I have a smattering of things. I have one thing that I found. That was a very big story that I'm going to talk about next week. And I'm I'm excited about it. It was just, you know, for me, when I'm sick, when I read a lot, it hurts my head. Now, a lot of people say, and I mean a lot of people, 16, 17 people, they always tell me, they always tell me. The same people? uh Uh-huh. It's Uh the same 16 to 17. Yeah. They always tell me, don't you not know how to read in general? And I say, well, we'll see. But then, especially when I'm sick, I can read, but it hurts. Okay. (laughs) Going back to your, I'm going to, when I'm sick, I'm not going to be pathetic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's your topic this week? Okay. Well, I've been compiling these topics. I usually write them all down. Uh, in my on my phone, but I just did screenshots this time, and I was looking past one of my most one of my most recent <laughs> screenshots. Yeah, and I was searching something, and then one of the the third the third one in this category, so like the third most frequently asked thing that was paired with this, is <laughs> and I have a screenshot of it. It says, "How can I make myself poop instantly?" And mm. that was just something that I think is very funny. Uh, And that's all I wanted to say. I actually do have a little bit of breaking booze that's related specifically to our dog. Like Molly, our dog? Like Molly, yeah. Okay. And this is for everyone else. Just in case you don't follow us on Twitter, which if if, if you want to, we're at spooky underscore spouses. We were, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, we were saying a bunch of random gobbledygook to Molly. And then all of a sudden, I think it was Lindsay said the word Yako. And she loves it. Just joking around. And Mo- Molly was ignoring the entire thing. And then as soon as Lindsay said Yako, Molly, her ears perked up and then looked at Lindsay like she had said, like, hey, do you want, you know, $17 or something? I had broken the Da Vinci code. Yeah. So we don't know what that means to our dog. Right. But she still continue. You could say taco. Doesn't care. No. So it's not even like the fluctuation of your voice with the word. It is like literally the word Yako. Yeah. It's not the Ako in Yako. It's all (laughs) of Yako. And it's weird. She loves it. She'll she'll be sleeping far away from us. 
at least eight miles away. <laughs> and we'll say Yako and she perks up. So if anybody knows, if anyone's smarter than us, which is what, nine, probably 100% of the, of the audience. Yeah. If anyone's smart, how about since you're smarter than us, let us know what the word Yako means. Is anyone good at like word stuff and language stuff? Maybe it's some old ancient hidden cryptic text or something. I don't know what it is. I don't know either. But it's very weird because Molly really likes the word Yako. Okay, now into my smattering of medicine-induced topics. Are you ready, Linz? I'm ready. This is a cornucopia. Okay. I like corn. <laughs> okay, do you like- And I like spacopia. Spacopia? A spanacopia. Oh, spanacopita? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. am I, actually. I also do like spanacopia. I'm ready for it. So there- Bear with me, everyone. My brain feels like I'm playing catch up with myself. So here's the thing. Uh, Don't like catch up. No. I was going to say I'm not playing mustard with myself. (laughs) Oh, no. That's not a thing and it's not funny and I cannot focus today. Okay. So first piece or second piece of breaking booze. The Molly thing is important. I just... Uh, reset the password on my Reddit. And I'm very excited about it because now it's a treasure trove of weird stuff. And I love it so much. And now, Lindsay and listeners or listener, I now belong to a subreddit called Sky Trumpets. And I'm very excited about it. Now, just to reiterate, Sky Trumpets are these weird noises that people are hearing all over the world any time of day. Nobody can explain it, and everybody thinks it's the apocalypse. If you tell that to your mom, like we told it to our moms, the one got chills and got scared and made the other one fart. So maybe tell your mom about it. (laughs) Yeah. Or tell your mom, tell your guardian, tell your dad, tell your sister, tell your brother. I mean, tell whoever, but just tell someone, and maybe it will make them fart because someone else is scared. And then it makes them fart. Yeah. Yeah. Made my mom. I don't think I've ever been so scared I farted. No. You know who has one time? Huh? Uh, No. Multiple times. Our friend Dana, the burger thief, (laughs) who we posted the video of the Sky Trumpet stuff. So this is some weird synchronicity stuff Hmm. going on. When we were in undergrad and we'd go to the ridges at OU and go search around those creepy haunted buildings, there was a couple times whenever Dana would get nervous that he would fart. (laughs) Okay. So there, this was posted by Reddit user Richie underscore N. Possible explanation for sky trumpets. And I realized I did not say the word explanation very well. Quote, Australian researchers have imaged magnetic plasma tubes that do exist and extend into the ionosphere and the plasmosphere. Could the Jerusalem ring cloud be the end of one of these tubes? The video shows what could be plasma clouds being drawn into the center. The cloud is accompanied by a typical sky trumpet noise. Why should these phenomena suddenly appear? It seems that Earth's magnetic poles have recently become unstable. Could this be the cause of the recent phenomena? So they're thinking that because of the magnetic poles in the Earth being unstable, it's creating these weird clouds that extend into the ionosphere and the plasmosphere and are making the noise yeah and they look like this there's a cool graphic of it these weird tubular cloud things but here's the thing though like i don't think it's alien i don't think it's anything like that but yeah explanations like that 
where it's like some people think it's asteroids zooming by Earth or obviously these clouds now. I think that's scarier than believing that there are aliens out there making noises. Yeah, someone saying, hey, I saw an alien spacecraft the other day and it made a weird noise. It sounded like kind of like that. <laughs> I went, oh, that's weird. But like, then ah, someone saying, <laughs> what'd you say? Fine, whatever. That's fine. Fine, whatever. Boring. I had to say. get to work. Yeah. Lay off. You Back off. Lay off, you weird creep. That's what I'd say. Yeah. And then, or someone saying, hey, remember the weird noise you heard yesterday? Brrr, something like that, but like metal sliding together too. Oh, it's because the Earth's magnetic poles have become unstable. Yeah, that's that seems It seems harder to fix. Right. What is the cause of that? Do we know? No. There, it, there, it, it links some videos um something about it was like you have to dive too deep into it and we're like no yeah and it it was going to be like too smart and like not like clickbaity Mm. enough but the the link is the link in the talking about the plasma stuff is sciencealert.com slash australian student confirms that giant plasma tubes are floating above the earth okay and then there's a youtube video and then there's another science alert study shows that Earth's magnetic field is weakening more rapidly than we thought. Oh, great. Awesome. So if we already thought it was weakening a little bit rapidly, we were wrong. More rapidly. Yeah, these are like the things that maybe the news should cover. It's kind of important to know that the Earth is like, I have absolutely had it. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of everyone being living on me and putting a bunch of plants in my soil. (laughs) Doing weird stuff. Yeah. Burning Man, what are you guys doing? Relax. <laughs> yeah, Wall Street, more like Earth Street. Oh yeah. And then it, yeah, and then uh, it opens. The Earth opens up and swallows Wall Street. If the Earth were to open up and swallow anything in the world, yeah. Like first, it was like you know this is a terrible thing. I'm gonna swallow this first. What would it swallow first? Wall Street for you? Uh, it would swallow. You know, <laughs> it would swallow hate. That's what oh, the earth okay. would swallow. It would swallow. It would swallow all hate. And then everyone would just be super chill and cool. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. It wasn't very funny. Here's my funny one. Uh, it'd swallow everyone's farts. So then mm. no one would ever have to fart again. And it would end up, end, end up working out perfectly fine. I'm like talking like a place. Oh, place? Not a thing. Not like, like, I was thinking not like, like... farts or hate? No, I was thinking like Ashtabula, Ohio. <laughs> Oh, because okay. like there's nothing there. It's just like barren. <laughs> I hope no one listens in Ashtabula. <laughs> well, <sighs> sorry, Ashtabula. Sorry, Ashtabula. Uh, That's I, okay. You just know that it's going to swallow oh, you first. I would want the world to open up and swallow. Now, hold on. Now, this is uh, now uh, to make this clear for people that do live in Ashtabula. Yeah. I don't say I want the it to swallow Ashtabula. Oh. I'm just saying it would probably would open up. And swallow Ashtabula. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying I want it to. You're just saying that's probably what would happen. Yeah. 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 Okay. I would want I would want the earth to open up and swallow. See, now you're saying want. Make sure you know. Oh, no, but I want this one. Okay. Yeah. I want it to swallow all the sea worlds, but Aww. no, all mm-hmm. it would swallow them. But then all of the sea creatures who are being who are being held there against their will and treated 
unfairly, mm-hmm. they would the earth would push uh, rocks out or something to carry them to the sea. Oh, so it it would it would just swallow the entire. Everyone would 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 get out of there safe and sound. Or uh, like if they did die, then it could be like all seals go to heaven, like all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, and then it would just become ten times louder, and they'd have parties. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Hey, <laughs> speaking of uh, sea creatures. Oh yeah. I have a little a new thing from a subreddit I'm now following called Cryptid Society. Ready for this one? This is by user, of course it is, Shadowcat20. Cool. Okay, and of course the name is Shadowcat. Here we go. This is a story from Shadowcat20. So about four years ago, I was traveling. Oh, I didn't even say what the, the, the title of the story was. Weird Serpent Found in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, okay. So about four years ago, I was traveling in Florida. While at the beach, I remember looking out to the water, and close to the shore, a black serpent-like shape was moving along. Everyone on the sands started to scream and freak out. People rushed out, and then it went away. Twenty minutes or so later, me and my girl go into the water. As I joke with her about it coming back, I look behind her, and not 15 feet, I see the same thing swimming. We were up to our chest in water, and me and a stranger next to me sink down and try to take a look at it. It was long and black with an alligator-shaped head or a horse, IDK. It was like a serpent Wait, shape. an alligator or a horse. Either an alligator head or a horse head. Those are completely different looking heads. Now, let's just let's play into the story that maybe okay. it was just really difficult to see underwater. Okay. Maybe. Uh, But, you know, horses and alligators are more closely related than you think. I did some research on it. (laughs) Uh, An alligator or a horse head, IDK. It was like a serpent shape, but thick, and there was a fin on top. I don't know what the end part of the body looked like. The more time passes, the more details I forget. And that, he ends that story Mm. with a cool metaphor, which I agree with that. I agree with that a lot. Okay, but the thing though, the problem that I, with that ending metaphor is it doesn't work in this instance because it's like you just saw a cryptid and you're like, well, I saw it five minutes ago and five minutes ago I would remember more about it, but now I don't. Well, because seeing a Bigfoot, I mean, that's forgettable, right? You could just forget about that over time. I guess that's I guess that's true where if you saw something so profound and unusual, you might not forget probably anything about it. Right, exactly. Is my point. Yeah, I that I think that's a good point. <laughs> well, that was it. Well, what do you think that could have been? A big black snake or serpent in the water that was long. Or an alligator? Well, that had an alligator head or a horse head. Because it was a serpent. Oh, well, yeah. Usually most alligators don't have alligator heads, so well, most, probably not an alligator. Most alligators do have horse heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they just thought it was a weird looking alligator. Maybe it just was weird looking. Do you think they saw like a baby alligator? Maybe. Or a full-size alligator that maybe like looked a little more horse-like. <laughs> <laughs> now, where do you think they got the idea that it was a serpent? Because it was like waving through the water it's in the water doing the alligator wiggle 
Yeah, you you couldn't see the whole body. Okay, now now not being, that person saw an alligator. Now not being mad at this person of the story, mm-hmm. what kind of cryptid do you think it was? An alligator. No, no, no. This is play pretend time. Um, an alligator. No, come on. Um, a wiggle buddy. There we go. Great. Now that was so <laughs> much better than saying alligator. <laughs> so let me. Oh, I just scrolled down and guess what? Yep, sound of uh, you saw a wiggle buddy. Oh, it was just a wiggle buddy. Now I remember. That explains everything. It was a wiggle buddy. There was a story that I have that I'm going to tease it a little bit for next week. Okay. I'm very, some would say, extremely excited about it. And it's about the Pentagon's secret UFO program. There is this new article that was released in Popular Mechanics. And this uh, this whole article is is extremely long. And there was a bunch of talk going back and forth on this thing about the UFO covering up uh, secret alien stuff. And there was also talking about them having their own ranch where they were dressing, dressing. Yeah. Based out of Columbus <laughs> called Marzetti. Pentagon ranch dressing. Yeah. Do you think people would... all ranch? No politics. Do you think people would like the Pentagon more or feel a little bit less skeptical if they released their own line of salad dressing? Absolutely. Okay. So no, to, <laughs> just for, okay. And then they could advertise it as like, we can't let you know the ingredients because it's our secret alien sauce. It's our secret ingredient. It's our secret ingredient. Sorry. Alien blood. Sorry. These ingredients are classified. Alien blood. Yes. Classified ranch. Classified ranch. Classified French. Brought to you by the Pentagon classified uh i mean yeah we could just name salad dressings that we like and then there's like a, a green one that's like alien goop <laughs> <laughs> i just want the listeners to know that when L- Lindsay was playing with her hair when she said that and then when she said alien goop she did like a sassy head nod back and forth and then put one hand up like a shrug like i don't know it was a very it was just a very cool turn of events. Well, that was the commercial for Alien Goop. Alien Goop. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, you tell <laughs> That's me. That's it. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> it tastes like Alien Goop. So they were also talking about how this ranch that the that the uh, FBI had to cover up. This ranch was allegedly full of skinwalkers. So I don't okay. know. I don't know what those are, and it's very weird. So they. They captured them and put them there? Well, I don't know, nor have I researched it, but I'm going to talk about it next week. Okay. But in the comments under this, someone wrote, uh, someone named Romcomulus. Yeah. Okay. I got it in one. Romantic comedy. Cloud. List. Romantic comedy cloud. Romcomulus. Okay. Altostratus. This person says two things. Yes, and my voice cracked a little bit. So there. Two things. (laughs) First. What's a skinwalker ranch? Question mark. Well, answer it's you put it on your salad. I was gonna say it's the yeah. name of the ranch dressing the Pentagon makes. Yeah, skinwalker ranch. Ingredients <laughs> classified. So cool. Alien goop. We Alien got, goop. <laughs> that's another good idea we had, I think. I know. You're welcome, Pentagon. <laughs> I cause I know you're listening. Yeah. All well, of you. I think everyone's listening to everything all the time. And then this person, Rom Comulus, says, second. I used to work as a wilderness guide in Utah's high desert. One morning I woke up and saw footprints from my campsite to the edge of a cliff face. They were strange because one foot was facing front and the other was facing back the entire way. I've always wondered if that's a quality of a skinwalker. 
So hmm. do you do you get that visual? It's very weird. Very yeah, bizarre. it's unusual. From I don't know if that's the quality though. I mean, I guess I don't know enough about skinwalkers to know if that's like, hmm, maybe you should get that checked out at the skinwalker doctor. Yeah, at the skinwalker doctor. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot my my most my most pressing piece pressing piece of breaking booze. What's that? And it's perfect timing because I only have a few more minutes left. You know Tesla. Yeah. It's not their giant weird army truck that they're making or their cool motorcycle. Guess what Tesla's making? It's very fitting for our show. Aircraft? A spacecraft? Nope, not a spacecraft. A- Think more earthly. A, ru- a tree? Well. <laughs> a spooky tree? No, it's not. I a mean... robotic Baba Yaga? No. I really like where your head is, though. Um... Okay, so you said yeah. an alien spacecraft. Yeah. So when I said think more earthly, I think you went to nature and that's why you said tree. Yeah. <laughs> think about what is what does Tesla make? Cars. Okay, so it's a type of a car. Yeah. But it's very fitting for our show. A spooky car. It's a spooky car. A hearse. Yes. Oh. Tesla is now making Man. hearses for $200,000. Because rich people need better, like, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to get buried in a Tesla hearse. The Tesla Model S hearse now goes for sale at a whopping $200,000 as every segment of ground transport is rapidly going electric, even hearses. And here's the thing. Hearses are actually pretty perfect for being electric vehicles because they don't have a long they they don't have a long way to drive. They can right. last a while on one charge. They're typically driving maybe 3 to I don't know 10 miles tops maybe mm-hmm. to the cemetery or wherever they're going. It actually makes a lot of sense and they're pretty sleek. A Tesla hearse, very quiet oh as God. well. So you can maybe hear hear the ghosts. Disembodied uh yeah, nanes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh so that's, that's all wh- that's all I have. What were you going to say? Some people just have too much money, I think. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah, you're dead. But you got to make sure. Sh- oh. But like you're dead and like you have to make sure you're in the Tesla hearse. Yeah. Well, what's what's nice is that you probably aren't paying for the Tesla hearse. It's just the funeral the the funeral homes if you're having a standard funeral, they mm-hmm. have the, the Tesla hearses. So I wonder if like if you're sitting there like you know you're getting done with a funeral like maybe it's grieving time and you're Are like, you the dead person or are you you're at a dead person? You're you're the you're the person in the casket. You're the ghost. Oh, and so you're you, in the casket. You're sitting there, you have some time. Yeah, you you have some time and you're like, "Well, I guess this is it." And then you're like, "Oh, are they putting me into a Tesla? This is nice." That's so sad that like the only time I might actually ride in a Tesla is when I'm dead. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, interesting. That's very it. interesting. Those are the those are the weird little smattering of things I have this week, uh, and that's all I have to say. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> should we do a little haunted housekeeping and maybe take a little cough syrup? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just do haunted housekeeping, and I'm gonna take some more uh, silver supplement that I've been taking. And I'm gonna just to just take a break. Okay. I'm just gonna sit down for a little bit. That's fine. Well, I'm already sitting. Yeah, same. I'm gonna just continue to sit. Same as well. Okay. Okay. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, sneeze one.
Do you have any questions that you've been bottling up about your neighbor who you think might actually be a succubus, but who might actually be a ghost posing as a succubus? Well, you're in luck because you can call our not so brand new, but still new and shiny, state-of-the-art, aerodynamic, spooky spouses hotline and ask us any question that you want. We will hear your question. We will try to answer your question. We Sometimes we help. And sometimes we don't help, but that's okay. So do you have any questions about if your plants can actually hear you talk about your murder plans coming up? If your cat has another family that he's been secretly hiding from you? If you think one of your legs might actually be somebody else's leg? If there is a monster actually under your bed and your mom is wrong? Or if you think you can get Bigfoot on speakerphone and maybe let us talk to the Bigfoot that lives behind your house? Call our hotline whenever you want. The phone number is 803-816-2667. And if you're looking at your phone when you type the number out, which most people do, and you feel like, hmm, that number isn't spooky enough. 2667 spells booze. There you go. Which that is eh, 5% scary. So again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Call anytime you want. We'd love to hear from you and we'll answer your questions on our show. We are also part of the scavengersnetworkparty.com. <laughs> you can find us at scavengersnetwork.com, us and a bunch of other podcasts. If you would like to support us or any of the other shows on the network, you can donate one to $500 million and get extra bonus content. What we hit, we've done swell spells we've done collabs with other people it's really fun yeah if you go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a patron and help us keep the lights on or help us keep the lights flickering because it's haunted yeah <laughs> and that's just a small joke you can you can get access to like Lindsay was saying we've done some spells some collaborations there's some myth takes bonus content there's some widk bonus content and there's a lot more bonus content coming up and we're very excited about it. So again, patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a donor if you like our show and you want us to keep making the show. Or if you just want to check out all the other shows in the network, maybe dipping your toes in the scavengers network or the Patreon pool, go to scavengersnetwork.com, do some browsing, some poking and some prodding, and then just take a gander. We also have a merch store where you can get some crazy, spooky, fun, great merchandise there. Maybe 2020 is the year you want to start using a coffee mug. Maybe yeah. 2020 is the year you want to use, you want to start using a mouse pad and just cut the crap. Maybe you don't have any clean shirts and you're like, you know what? I think I'll just order a Spooky Spouse's shirt and then I'll be good. You can do that. I mean, you can literally buy whatever you want. You're an adult. It's your money. And if you would like to keep up to date with our show, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at spooky underscore spouses or you can send us an email at spooky spousescast at gmail.com show us some love follow along write us something i don't know yeah and if you'd like to you can rate and review the show whenever you'd like if you'd like or just help us spread the word about our show by telling a buddy of yours or telling an enemy we don't care we'd also like to give a shout out to eli chambers he is on twitter at eli who does music and he has written the theme song that you hear at the beginning and the 
middle and the end. Say maybe you just want a theme song for making coffee in the morning. He can do that for you. Say you're starting a podcast about how you think your dog has been scheming to eat your body the second you fall asleep. Eli can make you some theme music specifically for your brand new podcast that you're going to start. Maybe you're like, hey, Eli, I woke up this morning and I'm crabby and I want a song that makes me even crabbier. Yeah, he can do that too. He's a little bit of a warlock when it comes to tunes and sounds and sonic waves. That's because he has flute arms and I think he has trumpet thighs. He does have trumpet thighs. <laughs> so follow Eli at Eli Who Does Music and have him write you some tunes. He's good at it. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Welcome back, spooky dudes. <laughs> Hi. That was a good one. I'm excited about my topic this week. I kind of have breaking booze, but it was from 2018, but it was it's breaking booze to me. Okay, I'm ready for it. It's a little pop culture breaking booze for you. Okay. So, I was reading an article. You know how Zach Bagans has the haunted museum? Yes, and I do. Post Malone paid a little visit to the haunted museum. You know, Post Malone was also on Ghost Adventures one time. So yeah. him and Zach Bagans are or buds. at least TV buds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently Post Malone is cursed by the Dybbuk box. Oh, you don't say. Yes. So this, like I said, it was back in 2018. He paid a visit to Zach Bagans Haunted Museum. And usually Bagans has like a release form to go into the room with the Dybbuk box. Oh, it's kind of like it. What, what's that one like? At a, at a wing shop, you want to eat the spicy wings, you got to sign the thing. The release form, yeah. And usually it's covered, but when oh, Post- Oh, the box. Yeah, like the box oh. is covered up, but when Post Malone was there, he's like, he's a celebrity, he's fine, whatever. He gave him a beer. He walked around with a sipping on his beer, going to see the Dybbuk box. Sweet, so sweet. So there is an actual video of them in the room, and they say that he is cursed by it because it went through the box to Zach to Post Malone. Why couldn't have just gone to Post Malone? Well, this is the thing. They're in the video. I watched the video. In the video, Post Malone is kind of like, hey, that's creepy, whatever, like in the room. And he kind of is like towards the door, kind of like, I want to kind of get out of here. Like you can tell he's he's over it. And uh, Beggins, being Zach Beggins, um, he has to go touch the box because, you know, he just always has to be an instigator. Yeah. He touches the box. And kind of stays there for a little bit. Great. And he's kind of just zoned out touching the box. And Post Malone is kind of waving like, hey, let's get out of here. And he goes over to Zach to touch Zach. So he touches Zach, who Zach is touching the Dybbuk box. So they think that it went through Zach to Post Malone. 
Okay. But since it went through Zach to him, he only got mildly cursed because he's still alive and well today. Yeah, he's not totally dead. But this is where it's a little bit creepy is after that situation happened and he was getting onto a private plane to go to London. Which one? Posty? Post Malone. Okay. He got on his private plane and before they were going to even take off, the tires blew off the plane. They just blew up? They blew off the plane. I mean, he was okay and the plane hadn't taken off yet, but like that would have been really bad if they would have blown up trying to land. Yeah, no kidding. So Some would say that that would probably be the worst thing. He, the pilot managed to get the plane under control and everything was fine. But then after that, a few days later... Well, wait. I, I have a question. Yeah. So why didn't then Zach get fully cursed? Was it because I he's... think because he owns the box and he's always there. Do you think... like? What what I'm thinking is that the spirits were like were like ah finally a person to possess finally Post Malone is here finally a celebrity type <laughs> and then they just went right through Zach and they were like ooh Posty yeah and they got or were they were were they like ooh a person which was Zach Bagans at first right and then he puts his hand on and they go mm, yummy yummy time for possess see. And they go into Zach and they're like, oh, this guy again? Yeah, he's a drama queen. It's like it's like the one, it's like, uh, what, like, I don't know, some some person who always shows up at like some business or like a coffee shop and orders like a really complicated thing. Sure. And it's like, we get it. Just take your thing and go. So do you think they went into Zach Baggins' body and were like, hey, man, save some possessions for the rest of everybody? Yeah. And then they felt Post Malone's energy and they were like, new meat. But there he's not going to get the full haunt. He's just going to get half a haunt. Cool tattoos. <laughs> Time for haunting. But so the tires of the plane blew off. Now he was touring or doing something in London. And he had just, I guess, he had owned a house. But he had just gotten rid of it. And a few days after the tires blew off the plane, armed robbers broke into the house where he was living. Whoa. And was demanding to see him, but unfortunately, he had moved out. So he had just like missed these people that were trying to like kill or rob him. So who was in the house? Maybe some people just looking after it or something? Probably there's someone looking after it or maybe new people had moved in or he had given the house to somebody, but nobody was harmed, but still very scary. Holy smokes. I wonder who those people, like, that That seems really surprising that people would break into a home and say, where's Post Malone? And they go, we don't know, but we're here. Take our money. Nah, we're cool. Then a couple weeks later... Post Malone is riding in a Rolls Royce and is T-boned by a Kia in West Hollywood. A Kia? A Kia. T-boned his Rolls Royce. Wow, huh? And it was a pretty bad accident and it was pretty severe and he made out made it out totally unharmed. Okay. So they think it's a bunch of string of unfortunate events and they think it's from the haunted box. Wow. And that all took place like right after right after everything. Right, yeah. Or so it was right in 2018. He, I think it was like August and it took place between like 
the middle of August to like the end of September. Wow. Yeah. So it was a lot of things all at once. I wonder what he's doing now. Is he still possessed? I don't know. I was reading a thing that he had like a new vape pen out or something. Oh, that's so, so sweet. So I don't know. What, is that really sweet? <laughs> you know what? For for Post Malone, yes. Okay. Called the uh, Ghost Stick or something cool. That's yeah, a bad why didn't name. he, like, I don't know. He could have used like his spooky situation and called it like the Dybbuk Stick. I was about to say the Dybbuk Stick. Yeah, but he didn't. But that's that works. silly. That, that's fun to say. I know the Dybbuk Stick. Well, maybe people think it's cursed. And then if you're already kind of smoking, that's probably not good to have a cursed vape pen. Yeah, that's true. But then again, like you see some like paraphernalia for stuff and it's like a literal gas mask that you put on. Yeah. People buy those, I think. Okay. (laughs) Well, the topic that I have this week is I'm sure you had things when you were younger. Things that parents tell you to scare you to make you behave. Yeah, I'm ready for this. Yeah, and there's yeah. some pretty good ones. Um, like, be quiet or I'll drop you out of an airplane. Like that yeah, one? Yeah, well, that's a little intense. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was just I mean, I up. guess little fibs that parents would tell you mm-hmm. to scare you, to get you to stop it. But then, like, as a small child, you're very scared. Oh, yeah. How easily scared are little kids? So easy. Yeah, my brother told me that there was, like, a boogeyman that lived in our attic. So yeah. I was like, well, definitely don't go up there. I would never I would never go to the bathroom at uh, one family friend's house because one of their kids, who was a few years older than me when I was little, and, you know, they're still a few years older than me now. Yeah. Because like, that's how time works. They they told me that there was a clown that lived in the toilet. So I yeah. would never, number one or two, at their house. I would hold it the whole <laughs> night. And then I'd go home and probably just <laughs> Cry. explode in the bathroom. Yeah. All right. You ready for the first one? Yes. This person says, I used to tell my daughter that when she lied, a red spot would appear on the middle of her forehead. <laughs> um, I knew for sure when she was lying because she would tell us something and then immediately slowly put her hand on her forehead to cover it oh, up. <laughs> that's, that's really cute. I thought that was pretty cute. That's adorable. That one's not as scary, but I mean, as a child, you're like, oh no, they're going to see the red dot. I'll just casually rub my head. <laughs> just wear a hat. The one thing I All think is time. hilarious about little kids is how they think uh, we are so easily tricked by them. Oh, yeah. I think that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. This person, I was told that every person only gets 10,000 words per per month. And (laughs) if you reach that limit, you could never speak ever again. Wow. And then his his mom would always say, careful, you're at 9,000. Whoa. (laughs) How many words do you think you and I say per episode? Too many. Do you think it's like, this is really hard. Do you think it's like 2,000? Do you think it's more than 2,000? I'm know. saying it quieter so no one will hear me. <laughs> okay, so the ghosts don't hear you? Yeah. Here? Yeah, sure. Okay. I would. I don't know. Yeah, me either. Um, my father always told me that the animals on the side of the road were just taking a nap because the road's warm. Oh, well, that's nice. They <laughs> that's might be. Yeah. Yeah, they might just be just taking a load off for Aww. a bit. My grandpa told me that there's a tube connecting my belly button to my butt. If I touch my belly button, my butt might unscrew off. Oh, no. I was terrified to touch my belly button. Yeah. Well, now that I know that's not true, I'm going to touch my belly button all the time. (laughs) Yeah, maybe someone's listening to this and they're like, 
Wait, that's not true? Wait, you can touch your belly button and your butt won't fall out? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. My dad used to tell me when we were driving, every time we stopped and he had to turn on the turn signal, he would act nervous. He said if the turn signal stayed on too long, the car would flip over. What the heck? (laughs) What does that one even mean? Imagine sitting in the car with your dad and he's going like, oh boy, oh, we better turn soon. Otherwise, the car is going to flip. Like how terrifying. Yeah, turns out. And now now I have a little bit more empathy for people who don't use their turn signals because it's like, well, maybe they grew up thinking that their car (laughs) would just spring over. Um, This person, when my daughters were young, I told them if they burped, farted, and sneezed at the same time, (laughs) that their body would just flip inside out. Wow. (laughs) Have you ever done all three at the same time? No. Okay. Probably two at the same time. Have you? All three? Yeah. No. Not all three. I've definitely done a few combinations of... (laughs) Two of them. How do you burp and sneeze at the same time? I don't know if I've no, you, no. I don't know if I've ever burped and sneezed. That's I a hard f- one. I feel like because it's making me excited thinking about it. I feel like I have, but I don't know if I have. Okay. I know I've you know <laughs> done a you know you done, done a couple of things, but done a combination of the other two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lynn. Yeah. Have you ever, hey, Lens? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, f- yeah, <laughs> farted and burped at the same time? No. Well, I can't uh, really burp, so. Have you ever done the other two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you sneeze so hard you have no control. Over, oh, I get it. In your mom's case, you just have to tell her something scary and she farts. Yeah, and then she says, and then says, your mom did it. Yeah. Okay, so this one's terrifying. Okay. Me and my mom used to go to the store. Out front, my mom used to kneel down and very seriously tell me that when we go into the store, if I touch anything, a kitten will die. Oh, no. Oh, no. Imagine, like, reaching for, like, a Snickers bar, and Uh you're like, oh, shoot, I, I touched it. I didn't mean to touch it. I would cry. So would I. I think a lot of these are just uh, like, it's so funny to think about what parents do in survival mode. Just to make like, sure their kids okay. I just want to get in and out of the store <laughs> and I don't want you to upend a bag of Doritos and dump it everywhere and lay in it. I'll just tell my kitten dies. I'll just say, if you th- even look at the Doritos, a cat explodes <laughs> somewhere somewhere uh, with, within a square mile of, of you right now. All right. The next one I have, my mom used to tell me that when an earthquake happens, it's planets fighting each other. The scary part was she would look out the window and say, oh boy, I hope we win. Wow, that one is scary. <laughs> that one is actually pretty scary. Well, because an earthquake is already scary. Yeah, earthquakes are terrifying. Like, why make it even scarier for no reason? There was Like, one... what, is that, what is that solving? Like, I understand, like, don't touch anything. I don't want yeah. you to touch... Like, an earthquake is like, hey, here's a scary thing, and let me just make it scarier for you. Well, that's like the whole turn signal thing. It really <laughs> serves no purpose. just make it scarier for you. Yeah, it serves no purpose whatsoever. Uh, you'll like this one. Okay. I was told that if I swallowed my gum, my poop would bounce up and down in the toilet. <laughs> I would cry every time I accidentally swallowed my gum. Okay. 
Right. <laughs> That's really scary. And that reminds me of something you would have been scared of as a child. Oh, having my poop bounce around the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was? I was going to ask you this. Uh, something weird that you were scared of as a kid. Um, I was scared of the attic because I was told that there was monsters up there. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was like anything my mom told me that I was like, oh, that's really scary. I better not do that. I See, I don't know if I was ever told this, but I always had this idea in my head that like, if everyone's stomachs, because I didn't know, speaking of poop, uh -huh. I, didn't, I didn't know how it worked. I just thought it happened yeah. because everyone was born with poop in them and then they pooped once and then they flushed the toilet. And then whenever <laughs> toilet water would hit your butt, I thought that's what made you poop. Ew. Well, well, I was like three. I don't know, you know. So I thought <laughs> that was like, oh, yeah, you poop because everyone's born with one poop in them. They poop and they flush. The toilet water hits your butt. And then that's how you continue the cycle. Oh. But I, because I didn't know how number twoing worked, I always thought that everyone's- It's kind of like the gum thing. I guess so, but it doesn't bounce anywhere. Yeah. But I always thought that everyone's stomachs could only hold a certain amount of food. So right. you would eat and eat and eat. And then I kept, I always had this visual and it used to really freak me out that I'd be eating and then all of a sudden a carrot would just fall out of my mouth. Because I'd eaten carrots or something recently, I go, well, all full of food. No more food for me forever. <laughs> no food ever again. Yeah, I always thought then you had to be really careful because like if your food got too high in your throat, then you could like angle your head wrong and food would just fall out of your mouth. Mm. Yeah. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. Okay, you ready for another one? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> one time my dad and I were driving and he pulled over to the side of the road because I had asked him what those spots are on the road. We got out of the car and he pointed to the oil spots on the road and said, see, those are kids that are run over for not holding their parents' hand while crossing. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. I just really like that the fact that the dad took the extra step to pull over and yes. actually point at the road and show them. He was committed. Yeah. Is there, there, there was something, speaking of having like, there, I remember there, there was one time you and I were in Oregon or something visiting our family and we were crossing the street or something and Vigo, Vigo, our nephew, like held your hand or something or held my hand while we were crossing the street. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and going like, huh, that's the cutest thing on earth. Right. I think. That's a good thing to learn. Yeah, it is. And it's adorable. I'm glad we didn't have to tell him that the oil spots were no. dead children. I know. <laughs> that's why he should hold our hands. The next one is my son, who was a very afraid of clowns. Um, I told him that the ice cream truck was driven by clowns and he ran and hid every time he heard the music coming down the street. Yeah, I could see that one for sure. Which is kind of a good one because it's like the ice cream truck, man, it's overpriced garbage ice cream. Yeah, and you get like a SpongeBob that's supposed to be a SpongeBob, but it ends up looking like just like a weird amalgam of like yellow and weird shapes with like a weird gumball like i don't want to eat a gumball while i'm eating my ice cream no i, I don't think, understand that i also think gumballs are just gross in general <laughs> and then to have one in your ice cream i don't it's want like the what gumball. are you gonna like are you gonna have the gumball or like hold the gumball in your hand like a psychopath and then eat the ice cream and then <laughs> eat the gumball or are you gonna eat the gumball quickly chew it up swallow it have your poop bounce around and then go back oh, to the ice yeah because if you swallow that's what that Dachatome is. It's not only driven by clowns, but if you eat the gumball, your poop will bounce around in yep. the toilet. Gum is weird. <laughs> it is. Okay. I don't like gum. Okay. You don't have to. I, you know what? Seriously? 
I hate gum. Uh, how do you feel a, about mints? I love mints. They hate go gum. away. Gum is so gum is like gum is like taking a lukewarm bath, but like your body is just covered in filth. So you just lay in there and then you're just sitting in your filth water. Yeah, that's true. You're chewing your gum and you're just chewing on all your gross gunk. Just yeah, give me a mint. But it gets the gunk out of your teeth. Yeah, brush twice. Brush <laughs> twice or three times if you really want a piece of gum, have a mint. Okay, here's another one. Um, my dad terrified me when I was younger by telling me that graveyards are just hatching people farms. Hatching people farms? <laughs> yeah. So you? Oh, they so they'll they'll eventually so they just, hatch out of the ground. That is scary. That, that is that's like a horror movie. I I think about being a kid and hearing that one. I would be really scared. Like of that imagine one. driving by a cemetery. I bet that dad like drove through them at night and was like, okay, hold on, maybe, maybe the s- windows down. That was that's like a very dad thing to do. Yeah, windows down, child lock on, so they can't put them up. Maybe some are hatching these tonight. Some are hatching. We'll just drive really slow. Maybe we'll just stop. Oh no, the lights went out. The head lights are out i better get out looks like the headlights are on the fritz oh man who's a do you think is that mostly like a dad thing saying on the fritz too sure all right okay (laughs) (laughs) um my parents told me that if i push the reset button on any outlet in the house the house would just explode okay i get that one but that one's like don't touch electricity i get that i get that one too better than the people hatching farm yeah, or the, it was just scary. Or the turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that would terrify me today if someone even told okay. me. It's the last one I have. Um, it's another dad. Got to love the. It's always the dads that just tell you nonsense that doesn't even yeah. make any sense. I feel like all the non-dad ones are a little bit more practical. Like, yeah. uh, don't touch the electric. Don't touch the outlets. Right. I forget the other ones, but I remember them being practical. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> When you lie, there's a red spot on your exactly. head. Exactly. Yeah. Don't lie. Dad's like, hey, you want to go drive through the people hatching farm? Hopefully yeah. we won't die. <laughs> hey, hopefully hopefully this light turns green here soon, huh? <laughs> Our car's going to do a 360 barrel roll. Oh, boy. So the last one I have is my dad told me pushing the recline button on the airplane seat would help the plane take off. And not if not enough people pushed it, the plane would just crash. Why? Why would you tell that to a child? <laughs> Could you imagine sitting on a plane and being like, why aren't they all pushing their recline seat button? They better now. We're going to crash. Oh, uh, yeah. You you would not like that. I mean, that that, that would not. No, be no, no, no. Like even knowing that a, a dad told their kid that now when I fly, I'm going to be like, maybe we should all be pushing the recline button. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was on to something. The the I, I feel like you and I in our day-to-day lives are pretty cautious people. Yeah. And I'm honestly surprised that I'm not afraid to fly. It seems like something that I would be afraid to do. I'm not afraid to do a lot of stuff, but flying, not no, it's not my thing. Yeah, you don't like it, but you do it. But you but you don't I like it. I do it, yeah. Well it's just because I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. And yeah. I guess, you know what, it's kind of like adding insult to injury if you're afraid of heights and you're in an airplane. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty gratuitous. It is. If you're afraid of heights. Well, that's my topic for this week. I thought they were pretty funny. I like those a lot. Good. Yeah, those are good. Because I told them to you. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to say first is thanks to everyone for listening to our show 
Thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks for bearing with us while we were sick and we didn't want to miss another week, so we did this one. So thanks for hanging out with us while we have some weird little sicky rambly episodes. We're very lucky to have each and every one of you. And if you like our show, and we're assuming that you at least kind of like it, why not share our show with a friend of yours? Yeah, or just follow on a social media platform at spooky underscore spouses. You can also email us if you want to just tell us something or you want to share a spooky story of your own at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. You can also call our spooky hotline and ask us a question, tell us a fun fact. Maybe you have something that your parents told you that scared you as a child or a sibling. Oh, yeah. I bet Siblings are good at that. Those probably got ruthless. Oh, yeah. We would love to hear those. So if you want to call and tell us, we'd love to hear them. We'll put them on the show. The phone number is 803-816-2667. Or 803-816-BOOZE, B-O-O-S. Call whenever you want. We'd also like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers. You can find him at Eli Who Does Music. He wrote our theme song that you hear at the beginning, in the middle, and the end. He has flute arms and trumpet thighs. He does. And there's a rumor going around. I don't I don't want to start rumors, but there's a rumor that I Uh-oh. heard that he has a vibraslap butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you know, it's getting out of control. Vibraslap? No. It's a percussion instrument. Oh, okay. And it's uh, uh it just it just sounds like a bunch of wood rattling around. Oh. Huh. That makes sense. I always wondered what that noise was when I hung out with him. Yeah, it's his butt. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. You can find us and many other great podcasts at thescavengersnetwork.com. We have a Patreon. You can donate one to $500 million. Um, Yeah, check it out. We also have merchandise on there, uh, Ready for Yeti Collection by the Spooky Spouses. So if you want to get a Molly blanket or just sport... Sport a great shirt by us, then go ahead. Yeah, you can find all that stuff by going to SpookySpousesCast.com and scrolling down and you'll see it. Or go to ScavengersNetwork.com, click on store, and you will also see it. There's so many ways to see it. There's just a lot of ways to see it. Two couple ways to buy it. Yeah. Well, one way to one buy way it. One way to wear it. One way to wear No, you know I would what? say no. multiple ways to wear you it. You wear it the way you want to wear it. A lot of ways to see it, one way to buy it, endless ways to wear it. <laughs> We'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening, for sharing, for just being with us as we're sick and we talk about spooky things. Yeah, it really means a lot. We love doing this show and we love communicating with each and every one of you, even you, Krargren. So thank and you. Even you. Uh, I was going to say crapster, but <laughs> it's kind of just like putting crap on the... Uh, yeah, on well, Napster. Crapster, Crapster was the version of Napster that came out right before Napster, where you could only download fart sound effects. It actually came out after Napster and was like, hey, do you really like Napster, but you want it to be crappier? Crapster. Crapster. Do you actually want to download smells? Crapster. <laughs> it's one smell and it's crap. <laughs> okay. We have to leave. Okay. Uh, until next Monday... Please have a healthy week where your immune system is going full force and you're just full of vitality and 
energy and strength because I want to be. Okay. I hope it's still spooky. You're weak. Yeah. But just not with the cold virus. Yeah. And please don't forget, we talked about number two a lot in this this episode, but our show is about ghosts. So (laughs) we'll see each and every one of you next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. Is that better? I think so. Yeah. My mic is close to my mouth. My mic is close to my mouth, but I'm talking past it. I'm talking out of my mouth. Talk. Give me some hard peas, but right past it. Um, patty, peppermint, potty, pee pee, poo poo, pee pee, <laughs> probably, porcupine. You okay? Say, uh, can you do pee pee again? Pee pee. Okay, I think that's great. Thank you. Yes. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. Podcube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Podcube's patented time-agnostic articulated Newton mechanics allow for high-definition streaming of 8 petabyte per second audio from any time or place in space or time or place. Our Galileo pod delivery system is unintrusive and designed to blend in, no matter when or where it goes, to deliver your pod cube. Listen for yourself to the flagship pod cube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. The finest bespoke headwear, highest quality garments, and most humble haberdashery in the heart of beautiful Prumpleshire, UK. Search pod cube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. Pod cube, the future is yesterday. Big well.